Hi, I'm Rick Lambert. Welcome to the Smarketing Show. We got an awesome guest today, Tom Herb. I saw this guy on LinkedIn back, I think it was July 2019, before the pandemic. And here's a guy that I connected with right away. He's an athlete, he's a sales leader, and he talks a lot about making people better. And I'm sure he does a great job of doing that with people around him. And so we're so excited to have you on here uh, today. Tom, you know, you started with a program we call Thirsty Thursdays, those of us that follow you. Maybe you could speak a little bit about how you came to build your personal brand and why you do that. Absolutely. Thank you, Rick. And it's an honor to be on this show. And to your point, you, know, you and I have known each other now for almost two years. And one of the first times we've interacted like this, uh, which is amazing to see that virtual relationship build and grow over time. And so uh, July of 2019, I'll never forget, it was a Thursday um, where I was uh, with an individual talking about, you know what, we need to do some more things, you know, through video content. Let's get some good video content out there and let's get it going. And without hesitation, I said, look, meet me here next Thursday morning, 7.30 a.m. I'll get the $20, uh, a $20 tripod off of Amazon. We'll throw on the phone. Whatever we start talking about, that becomes the video content. Like we're not going to re rehearse anything, nothing scripted. Sure enough, he met me in the morning that following Thursday. A few other folks were in the conference room. We flipped on the phone and Thirsty Thursday was really just cups of coffee and drinks in front of us. Like, what are we drinking today? And so people go around drinking coffee, drinking tea, drinking water, drinking this, drinking that, you know? And, and so the next couple of, I guess, episodes is as Thirsty Thursday with gruesome legs, we'd start that way. But I think it's not so much what's in the actual cup anymore. It's like that cup that we have every day needs to be filled up, right? With positivity and good stuff. So, you know, what are you thirsty for? What do you want to talk about or, or learn about? And so uh, anyway, but I do need to, I think, bring back some of the uh, stuff that we're drinking today. I'm happy to, I happen to be drinking uh, amazing coffee right here. I'm going to put a quick plug in. Look, Cheryl has hers. Look at that right there. The old hoppa beans, right? Amazing coffee in the, uh, in the big cup to the side here. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and still today, Rick and Cheryl, uh, none of it ever is really thought about the day before. It's the day of shoot from the hip, whatever's upstairs, you know, record it, don't edit it, fire away and let's go. And, and it's one of those things where uh, here we are, I think we're on episode tomorrow will be like number 84, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Which is kind of wow. cool, you know, and to that, you know, it's all about consistency, right? People think, well, let me try something for a couple of weeks or a couple of months and see if it works. And to me, it's there's not, not a definition of whether or not it works, right? It's the continuation the brand awareness, you know, whether it's your personal brand, your company brand, and just putting yourself out there. A lot of folks, as we all know, have fear to do things like this. And uh, it's a great way to break through these days for sure. If you're not following Tom Herb right now on LinkedIn, I strongly suggest you do. He gives a positive vibe every week. And, you know, behind the scenes, Cheryl, you and I talk about what would be a good topic for this person as we look at guests coming on. And I said to Cheryl behind the scenes, I said, look, this guy can go a lot of different ways on positivity, leadership. And so for you folks watching, we said to Tom, what would be a good topic you'd like to speak on? And he came up with a great one, rebuilding confidence, which I think is an awesome topic. Now, why did you suggest that for today's program? Yeah, so I thought about it, Rick, and it really wasn't too much thought. It was like, you know what, right now, more now than ever, it, it feels like, and you can see it too on some of these video conferences, interacting with people, you can sense and feel that the confidence level for many, right? Some days, even ourselves, I mean, it dips a little bit, right? In some cases, it may be dipping a lot. And it's our responsibility as leaders, even as peers, no matter what role you're in, to help lift each other up and rebuild that confidence, right? Pre-pandemic, 
people out and about, you know, when you're walking around and maybe whether you're on the phone or in person, I mean, you can pace around, you can move, right? You're not stuck in this box. Thinking about this call today, I was like, you know, the analogy, I feel like we all have been put on ice, you know, for the last 12 months. Like instead of this being the Brady Bunch on these, these video, it's like, it's like the ice cube tray, right? Like everybody is stuck in their little ice cube box, right? And, and you can't move. And, and it's like, you know, because of that, you know, you just feel like your confidence and everything else is just sliding and dipping. So being able to, to recharge, re-energize and get that confidence level back to where it used to be and even past that is key right now, you know, for all of us to work on. You know, it, when we stepped into the pandemic, uh, I think there was you know, a lot of change for everyone. I mean, leaders and, and companies just trying to get their people to communicate and whether it be through the technology or through process, through whatever, like that was a monumental effort. And then all of a sudden, we kind of got into the groove with that. And we know at some point in time, right, as we come out the other end, my belief still today, and I predict this back in April of last year on a podcast or a video call, that we're, we're going to be hybrid forever going forward. It'll be this plus out there. But just getting back out there is going to be another monumental task for business leaders. People yeah. having to leave their families, leave their pets, right? Get ready in the morning. I mean, this morning, I, I will kid you not, Typically, it takes me about 30 minutes to get ready in the pandemic. Pre-pandemic, it could be an hour and 15, right? To come <laughs> there, right? To, to, to iron the shirt, to get the jacket. I'm, I'm, I'm scared that I forgot how to tie my uh, Windsor knot tie. We'll find out, you know. Uh, but be ready and prepared, you know, to really uh, take what we feel like today is, is being in, is stuck in these ice cube trays and break out of the ice, yeah. right? Break the ice is really the mantra for me going forward. Yeah, this is this is a two-hour effort, Tom. Just so you know. <laughs> um, cheers, and thank you so much for being on the show today. I wanted to just start by talking to you a little bit about that shift that you just alluded to. So, pre-pandemic, or I guess just as the pandemic started, we were very much in a reactive state. All leaders were. How do we handle this situation? And now that we're starting to see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. How does a resilient leader move from being in a, a crisis management state with their team into business as usual? And what does that look like? Like, what do you what what do you recommend for leaders out there when it comes to that? Absolutely. So, you know, I'm going to stick to this whole break the ice theme, right? When someone says, "Hey, let's let's break the ice," they're looking for a way to like relieve tension, or they're looking for a way to maybe start up a new conversation, or they're looking for a way to go out there. And, and meet people, right? And get involved. Like as a leader, we have to be those icebreakers out there right now. We have to, you know, uh, model the right behavior and show our people that, you know what, we're going to do things differently, but start to take that step forward, right? Knowing that down the road at some point in time, right, we're going to shift back into a, a world where, again, it's, it's like this and out and about, like, what can we do today? Of course, in a safe way to get back out there, right? And so what, what does that look like? Okay. And I don't have all the answers there, but we have to know that leaders have to help their people take from what we've been dealing with for the last almost year now, right. And work on a path to get back to maybe not what it used to be like, right. Cause we're not sure what's ahead of us, but getting people mobilized again. And I think through that mobilization, right. And certainly uh, putting together uh, a path that has maybe some milestones and achievements, right? We have to start the bridge now. It's not going to be a light switch. Like no one's going to wake up on April 1 or, or summertime, whenever, and say, okay, now's the time. Let's go, right? It has to be a, a natural progression into it. And these are things that leaders should already have been working on by now. So I think that icebreaker mentality our people need right now. They need someone to step up 
And it could be someone on their team, not necessarily the leader, the manager, the whatever they report into, like maybe it's someone on the team or a few people that say, you know what, let's lock arms, you know, let's go do this thing. So. Hey, you're, you're talking ice. You're talking to two Canadians here, a former figure skater, professional Cheryl there and me, you know, I pushed a puck around for a while. So, you know, what your, your points are very valid, you know, on that ice cube tray, I think such a great analogy. When I coach youth hockey teams, you know, when we would lose a bunch of games, the players would be like those frozen little cubes. They'd be in Canada. We call it squeezing the stick. And, you know, what we used to do in, in youth sports is basically focus on the positives. Like there are positives within the game that may not be the outcome, you know, build momentum, like build on those things, remind players of past success, sales reps. It all translates. I think, I know you talk a lot about sports stuff as well, you know, even, um, you know, uh, celebrating victories, even the little things that the individual does to the team. And then of course, recognition, which I know you've done a lot of within your organization. Uh, you know, it's funny how sports and business sometimes align with one another when you're not winning or you have to make a change, you know, it's those fundamentals, but, um, so what, do you, what else are you thinking, Tom, on the topic of like rebuilding confidence? Because I see you do it each week, but I can imagine if I worked for you as around you, you know, you'd give me a lot of, you know, a positive battery in terms of my battery pack going forward. No doubt, Rex. So here's something that I'm thinking about, and I've been thinking about this for quite some time. And we do, I would say, you know, demonstrate this amongst our team here is that is, you know, everyone feels good when, when, when you're winning, right? When you're experiencing success, and you're winning. I mean, that solves a lot of problems when you're winning, no doubt, right? We, we put the big spotlight on it, you know, the accolades, the awards, this, that, and the other. That does matter 100%, not discounting it. Like, we have to keep doing that probably more now than ever, do it some more. But what I'd like to share is that, you know, really start to highlight and celebrate, right? Celebrate uh, lessons learned. And to me, uh, lessons learned, right, when you don't win, right, you're obviously in learning mode. You didn't win for a reason. Okay. And that's where I think people, the confidence level, when there's that, you know, maybe that compound effect of, you know, I'm not winning, I'm not winning, I'm not winning. Like, what are we learning? And let's celebrate that, right? Let's highlight that. And that same bucket, you know, celebrate the things that we fear, because we have heard time and time again, you know, in this new world, there's, there's fear of maybe turning your camera on, you know, there's, there's fear of recording yourself on a video and putting it out there for the world to see, right? There's fear of, doing something that, you know, some may say, look at it and say, that seems kind of cheesy. I'm not sure I want to do that. Lean into that stuff, right? And so I think bringing those things to the forefront in a team meeting and having conversation, and we laugh and we joke, but celebrate that stuff, you know? And, and so, you know, keep the, keep the good stuff going with winning, but take the stuff that we didn't really talk about a whole lot and start to lift that up as well. And I think what you'll find is uh, engagement will get better, as, you know, because the people that maybe have sat back and didn't want to say anything, and kept themselves are like, wow, this is a safe environment. It's okay to share. Let me get it out there. So those are, those are excellent points, Tom. And just kind of building on your thoughts around engagement, we know, and we've talked about this part of being an innovative company means that you have to engage customers and employees in process making. What, what are your thoughts on that? And, and how do you do that with your teams? Like, how do you engage them? How do you make them feel comfortable in having those conversations? And how do you use that input and make it feel like it's valuable and that it's acknowledged? Absolutely, Cheryl. So, you know, the, in the beginning, I would say many uh, business leaders out there uh, I would say put all of these meetings on the calendar, like video, just to connect, right? It was important in the morning, midday check-in, maybe end of day. And then it was Monday through Friday. And next thing you know, it felt like 
you know, you're constantly just doing this. And some people might scratch your head and like, wow, that's way too much. Others might say, we need that plus more. I think there's a balance kind of, you know, in, in between that. So, you know, when we do engage like this uh, and we do have conversations, I mean, we've opened up the window to our homes. I mean, I'm standing here in my basement right now. You know, you all are in your homes as well. I mean, there's stuff going on all around us and right. Embrace it. Understand that you know, no one's going to be that perfect business professional uh, that they once were, right. Or tried to be right. Always be yourself, but it's going to be different, right. It's going to be different. So, you know, mistakes happens every, every day. Yeah. Things occur. I've seen it where people all of a sudden will bolt off their screen, be gone for a couple of minutes, come back and say, you know, my kids are disconnected from the computer in school or the dog did something or something. there's chaos, right. It's okay. Right. We actually, again, have some fun with it, laugh about it, make people feel like, you know, it's not the end of the world. And so I think that's important. Just trying, trying your best to be very vulnerable right now, right? Be very vulnerable and know that, you know, the, the days of uh, being that, that business professional, that's always nice and tight across the board, like break down, be who you are and, you know, let others be who they are. Um, there are things that um, I don't necessarily, uh, I won't share on, on this podcast today for sake of time, but there are, I would say, many important topics that we once did not bring into the workplace um, that we need to start bringing into the workplace, right? Things that happen with our family members and our friends and our neighbors, right? Because we're all going through it. So I think when we start doing more of those things, it just creates that, again, that safe environment that people want to be a part of and know that their voices are being heard. So, you know, that, that that's that's key, Cheryl, is just, uh, it's always good when you you know that there's someone on the team that maybe um, doesn't like to uh, share a whole lot when you see them engaging and sharing unsolicited feedback uh, you know you're doing something right you know it feels really good <laughs> that's like me rick i have trouble sharing <laughs> in our meetings <laughs> not no, really I, I don't i don't have any trouble there um how do you think we wish your mute was on i think yeah i know I've, I've been turning it on a little bit say, um on, we say no yours is off can you turn it on <laughs> for clarification um tom just to build on that um as as we we start to wrap up how do you think that this situation should and then you know how do you think it actually will change the way that leaders lead forever because of these things that we've been able to see like as an example we've seen inside everyone's homes we've learned a little bit more about them on the personal side do you think that's actually going to change the way that that teams are led permanently down the road absolutely i think relationships are going to have more meaning to it between you know peers at work and the leadership and everything else if you've double down during this time really getting to know your people because you can see them every single day right again before all this you might pass by them in the office or you might see them once a week or maybe you don't see them at all and you're just talking to them over the phone i mean these windows these are these are times that perhaps you will never get back so we should be doubling down on that relationship you know to ensure that things are much tighter I mean, people obviously every single day when they wake up in the morning, right, they have to have that sense of purpose, feel like they belong, knowing that they're, you know, it's a big mission the company wants to achieve. What role do they play inside of it? Like, that's our responsibility to keep all those things in line. And I think the relationship factor, really getting to know your people, right, this is a big opportunity this entire time. And many, maybe some may have not, you know, didn't see it that way, um, you know, and, and really take advantage of getting to know their people. Um, I thought I think about mentorship, Cheryl, right? So you, know, you think about someone like a new hire just joining an organization 
and they've got their leader, they got some trainers, they have others wrapped around them. And then all of a sudden we say, hey, so-and-so is going to be their mentor, right? And that mentor would probably invest an hour or two, maybe more depending uh, in a week to help that individual along. Well, now that, that person joining your organization should have access to a variety of mentors across you know, the entire country or the world or whatever, like, you know, and, and leveraging that. So I think that you know, uh, whether it be just uh, onboarding new employees, training even your current employees, connecting with each other across the company. I mean, the last 10, 12 months, right? There was so much opportunity to do so. And I know it'll be, the nice thing is that we're in this rhythm now in this mode so we can keep it going. Um, but it will shift a little bit as things, you know, shift back into the in-person environment as well. Well, Tom, we, we, you know, we see you from the outside. We don't work with Paycor, uh, you know, maybe some days after watching your video, we wish we did. I just think you do a great job of being transparent with, I'm sure your people and those of us on the outside. I've seen you sink 25 foot putts that I don't know if the video was edited. I saw you sink a four, uh, four pointer right from half court there one day. Oh, yeah. um, but I just, I just uh, think if you folks are watching right now and you want to see someone that I think is a sales leader is doing a great job not just to strengthening his personal brand, but being transparent. And I think being a role model for a lot of sales leaders out there, I think you got to follow this guy on LinkedIn. I just think he does an awesome job and brings it every week, which isn't easy to do since we said July, 2019. So just hats off to you, buddy. Congrats. We're cheering for you. And thanks so much for being on the show today and sharing just a sliver of uh, everything you've got in your game as a sales leader. Awesome, Rick. Thank you so much. You and Cheryl, again, it's been an honor to be invited on this awesome show. I think this is episode 53 and can't wait to see this hit 100 and 150 and keep going as well. And you all continue to bring, you know, business leaders or just folks out there making an impact and, and the positivity rain down with positivity, right? <laughs> well, hey, with our glasses today, people might think it's episode 400 and something. We're all wearing the same, same glasses. It's funny. Tom, thank you so much. I love your energy and I encourage everyone to tune in, follow you on LinkedIn and tune into uh, Thirsty Thursdays. So thank you again for being on the show. Thank you to everyone for watching and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Thank you all. Uh -huh.